Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. This is Devin MacArthur. How are you guys? Oh my gosh, December. You guys, I think it might be the busiest month of the year. I don't know. It is for me this year at least. So this is what I have going on. Obviously, we have the holidays, which just alone keep you very busy. I'm usually busier in the treatment room, which is fantastic. Never will complain about that. But I thought I would throw a little wrench in things and move. And I have to move. My movers are coming on January 2nd. So yeah. And the problem with having... So because I have RA, it's so stupid, but I have to kind of plan my days. Like, okay, I'm going to work today. So if I work, then I can't pack because then it's going to be too much for my body. And then I'll probably go into a flare. And then if I have a day that I'm packing, then I have to pay attention to how much I'm packing or how I'm using my body. Because again, I will go into a flare. So with all of this going on, I just, I have to be extra careful. And that is annoying because I just want to pack and get it done. And of course, I've had people who like are so kind and offered to help. But the problem is, it's kind of a long story, but I kind of have to do the packing myself because one, I'm trying to purge. You know, it's always good to get rid of things when you move. But also because just where I'm moving to in the situation, whatever I'm moving to is temporary for a little bit. So some boxes are going to go here, some boxes are going to go there. And so it's like, it's kind of, I'm in limbo for a little bit. And so I have to pack it all up so that I know I can label it properly and know where each box is going to go and what where I need it to go. So anyways, that's my life right now, which is fine. Happy to move, whatever. You know, I didn't pick the timing. My lease just is up, you know, at the end of this month. So that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So it's just a very busy month. And I do, I think I've already mentioned this before, but I will be taking off no podcast episodes on Christmas week and New Year's week. Just give myself two weeks off and then that will obviously help me with packing too, free up a little bit of my time. Okay, so I, I think that's kind of all that's going on in my life right now. I'm just, you know, you got the holidays and everybody's busy with that and parties and and all that and... It's just craziness. I kind of feel like people are happy. I don't know. I love the holidays. I decorate my treatment room and I just, I love it. And usually when I'm not moving, I put up a little Christmas tree in my apartment, but obviously not this year. So that's all fine. But I think that's it. I got to find a place to put my sweet little Luca for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day just because... I mean, he's just, it's hard because he can't be outside. So he has to be inside the house all day. And there's just so many people. And not all family members love Luca. So I got a, my normal guy, I didn't think he was going to take him. And then he goes, oh, I would have taken him, but now I'm all full. I'm like, oh, shoot. So anyways, if anybody knows anybody in the Orange County area that can watch my dog on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, please let me know. Because I am desperate. And he can't just like, I don't want to put him in a kennel just because he's a rescue. And I just feel like that would be traumatizing for him. I've never put any dog in a kennel. So I don't even know. But I kind of want to, I want like a home situation. But then I don't know how that would go because he is picky on who he likes. So, uh, you know, drama, drama, drama. 
Anyways, so I think that's it. I think we'll just get started on the episode today, which we're going to talk about makeup, which is fun, right? And why don't we just get into it? Here we go. Okay, so we're going to talk about makeup today. And since I went to, you know, I went to makeup school before I became an esthetician, like, I mean, like 12 or 13 years before. And so I was a working makeup artist. I did weddings, I did events, and I just, I did just kind of helping people, like people who wanted to update their makeup, people who didn't know how to even wear makeup. I helped all those people. So I've worked and I taught makeup. So while I'm not in the world specifically anymore, I mean, I am a woman, I wear makeup sometimes, but I don't work it anymore. So some of my knowledge that I do have is lifelong. It's just rules that always make sense. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But things have changed as far as like what I, my favorite foundation that every single person I ever recommended it to could use. That was discontinued. It just like that makeup was around for like 20 years plus. I mean, it was around forever and I loved it. And then they just, or I'm sorry, they didn't discontinue it. They changed the formula, which why, why do they do that? So anyway, I don't have a one all that I recommend. I mean, I do sell a foundation serum and that I'm pretty obsessed with. And so that's what I wear when I wear makeup. But... It's not the same. So if somebody wanted like full coverage or something like that, this is going to be closer to a tinted moisturizer, maybe a little bit more. So a lot of people want, you know, something different, but this foundation serum is pretty awesome. And I mix it with my skin recovery serum. Whoo, gives me a nice glowy finish. Love it so much. And it just feels really nice on the skin, and especially in the winter when like everybody's more dry. So, and oh, you guys, I forgot to tell you. I am going through a peel series right now that I put myself on. So yesterday I put on and I made a video at a video of it on my for my stories yesterday on Instagram. So I don't know if you guys saw that, but I so I'm at the step where I do a TCA peel and that stays on for like eight hours. So that's what I did. And then my I can just feel the skin around my mouth feels tight. So I'm definitely gonna peel there. We'll see about the rest of my face. I don't know. It does all feel kind of tight. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I take pretty good care of my skin. So sometimes that can limit the peeling, which is good. I'm not looking for my face to fall off. And then in two more weeks, I'll do another TCA peel. So there's just things I can't... Like I have these sunspots on my face that I just can't get rid of. Like microchanneling has helped my skin so much. Like even it out and and all that. But like every year... I get new sun damage because it takes about 10 years to show up. So this is all past mistakes. I'm so good about my skin now. But anyways, I have these like spots, like specific spots that I am just having a hard time getting rid of. So I'm hoping this peel series will help that. And then after my skin heals from the series, then I'll do microchanneling again and, you know, praying for a miracle or something. But I think this will work. So... I'm excited. Anyways, I just wanted to tell you guys that's what I'm doing because I think it's fun to learn because I talked about the TCA peel that my coworker did last week. I did post those pictures. So hopefully you guys took a look on my my Instagram. 
Okay, guys. So let's get into it. Let's talk about makeup. I'm going to share some makeup tips, but I'm also going to talk about tips that will help you with your skin and some easy stuff that's just going to make a difference. I'm not, you know, this isn't adding bathroom time to you. Okay. So this is important. Makeup is not bad for the skin. That is a super common myth, and I still hear it all the time. In fact, I was just talking to my niece the other day, and she was telling me, she was talking to her. So my niece listens to my podcast, and she follows me on Instagram, whatever. And we have talks about skin all the time. Like She's totally like into it, which is fun for me. So we've talked about makeup, whatever. So makeup is not bad for the skin. And this is what I had told her. We talked about it. She heard about it. And so she was telling her mom one day, I don't know what the context of the conversation, but she was talking to her mom, which is my sister. And my sister told her that she was wrong. <laughs> and so my niece goes, well, no, this is what, you know, auntie said. So, you know, I, I think it's true. And my sister held strong and still says that, I don't know if she actually said I was wrong, but basically she doesn't believe that that's true. But here's the thing. I'm the youngest of five and my sister is stubborn. That's just how it goes sometimes with families. So, you know, it's just, you know, maybe if she's the older, oldest sister, so she's just, you know, she's smarter than me and that's just the way it's fine. It makes me laugh. I don't really care. It does not hurt my feelings. I just think it's funny that she was like, no, she's not right. And she did this with something totally off topic, nothing to do with skin, but she did this a couple of weeks ago. My niece was like, oh, auntie said this and da, da, da. And my sister goes, she's not right. <laughs> I just, it makes me laugh because I just like, that's my sister. And it's not like, she's not being rude or like mean or like, it's just my sister went to law school. So that maybe can explain everything. Like always ready for a fight. Anyways, I just thought it was funny, but that's how common that myth is. Everybody, so many people believe that that is true. So As long as you are wearing the right makeup for your skin type, you will be fine. And of course, washing your face before bed. I mean, that really should go without saying, right? I need to, I need to post a list of good makeup soon. And I'm going to try to do this in time for the release of this episode. But please, I told you guys how much I have going on. I will try, but no guarantees. But I will leave myself a note to at least try to get it done as soon as possible. So how about that? Okay. So if the makeup works for your skin, it won't clog your pores and it's not going to cause you to break out. And your skin doesn't need to breathe either. So that is not a reason to, quote, give your skin a break. Wearing it every day actually has a benefit. It's another layer of protection against the sun and even the environment. You should always wear a real sunscreen though. Skincare first and then makeup. That's what I always tell my clients. And sunscreen is part of skincare. So you do your whole entire routine, let your skin you know, dry, and then you can do your makeup. Now, most foundations contain titanium dioxide, but not all foundations... Oh, and I should... Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned this. Foundation... Oh, I just totally skipped what I was talking about. Okay. So foundation contains titanium dioxide, which is used in sunscreens. Most foundations contain this ingredient, but not all foundations are labeled with an SPF factor with that number on the bottle. And the reason for this is that all sunscreens have to go through extensive testing and be approved by the FDA. 
This is one label you are not allowed to just slap on your bottle. Like, you know, hypoallergenic, dermatologist tested, waterproof. Like those labels you can just slap on and there's not really any kind of regulation that stops you. Sunscreen is strongly regulated and you cannot just say, even though a foundation contains titanium dioxide, you can't say, you can't label it as an SPF until it's been FDA approved. And from what I understand, it's pretty expensive to do that. So that's possibly why a lot of products don't do it. So it's really up to the brand on how they want to market the product. But again, they have to go through all of that to, to market it that way. So there you go. Okay, so it's another thing we want to talk about is we want to... Hopefully that all made sense. I feel like I'm just cutting it off short. But so... Makeup is not bad for the skin, just as long as you're wearing makeup that is good for your skin type. And remember that foundation can be another protection against the sun, against the environment. So makeup is not bad for the skin. Okay, next thing. It's important to make sure you're switching up your foundation as you get older. What you were using at 25 is probably not the best for you at 45. Skin changes and the makeup has to change with it. So as we age, our skin gets drier. So you want to take that into consideration. Okay, next thing. If you have a blemish that is still healing and you're going to put foundation on, here is what you can do to protect it. Just apply a spot treatment before makeup. That will give you a layer between the blemish and the makeup and it kind of like protects it so that the makeup doesn't get inside the pore and you know cause any issues or irritate it or anything like that. You don't want to do that. So just put that spot treatment on top and that will help. My favorite spot treatment, I, I mentioned this before, is my blemish spot treatment. It's so good. And you can put it on you know, in the morning like I just told you. And then also you can reapply it over makeup throughout the day. You know, I always say like up to three times. But it's clear, does not affect your makeup and will help that blemish go away. And it works really quickly in acetic acid. So it really gets in there and kills that bacteria. I love it. It's only like $19, you guys, and it lasts a long time. Okay, another thing, skip the makeup wipes. I have talked about this a million times. Those wipes have bad ingredients and really don't clean the skin. Just kind of smears everything around, which is a little gross. Okay, so when removing eye makeup, be gentle. I carry an eye makeup remover that I love, but I also like Neutrogena's oil-free makeup remover. It's the only over-the-counter product that I will recommend. You can pick up a Target, whatever. If you have a lot of makeup on, you can soak your cotton. And then also I want to mention, I do carry cotton pads. And the only reason I do is because these pads do not absorb product. So they are amazing. There's no waste with these cotton pads. Whatever you put on, so that eye makeup remover, toner, whatever you're putting on that pad will get used. It doesn't absorb, so there's no waste with like a cotton ball or even like one of those thicker cotton pads. So I love these toner pads. Anyways, so you can soak your cotton. 
and let the cotton pad sit on your eyes for, I don't know, about 30 seconds or so. Really, I mean, you'll get a feel for this, what your, how much time works for you. And then gently wipe. Remember, you know, I, and I, I, I think I talked about this in the last episode. I think we did eyes last week. So the skin is thinner, it's the most abused, and they age the fastest. So when you're removing eye makeup remover, you want to, when you're removing eye makeup, you want to be gentle because, you know, sometimes people are doing this every day and you don't want to constantly be pulling and tugging at your eyes. Okay. Sometimes I'll even soak a Q-tip with the eye makeup remover and rub it over my lash line to make sure everything is gone, especially if I'm wearing eyeliner, then I really just will rub it over my lash line and make sure it's all gone. I wear lash extensions now. So I don't really do, if I wear eyeshadow, I just, I really just don't even do eyeliner anymore. seems like a lot of work with the lash extensions. <laughs> Anyways, if you are wearing waterproof mascara, then you might need to leave that cotton on the eyes for longer. Waterproof is not recommended for everyday use because it is harsh on the lashes. Save it for special events or when you think you might be crying, you know, something like that. I know some people wear it every day because they say that, you know, they're otherwise the the mascara runs and stuff. Sometimes I think it's the mascara you might be using. Some people just have watery eyes. So do what you can, but just know that if you're just somebody who wears waterproof because you like it, I, I I would not do that personally. Okay, so let's talk about, we're just gonna go in a little bit of a different direction. Invest in good quality makeup brushes, okay? Don't go to the dollar store and use those brushes. Actually, you can. I don't care. I'm just saying. I don't always believe that more expensive means better, but I actually believe it with brushes. You know, it's just the quality is not the same, you know, for a, t- a dollar brush or versus like a $10 brush. It's just not going to be the same. The quality of the bristles, everything, it's just not going to be the same. The good news is... If you take care of them, they will last you a very, very long time. So at least you're getting your money's worth. The makeup brushes that I have, not only did I use them when I was a makeup artist, but I use them personally. Don't worry, I clean everything thoroughly. I use them personally and they, I, they've lasted for 25 years. I mean, I've had them forever and they were in great condition. Can't even tell that they've been... I mean, they're just in great condition. So if you invest they'll last you. Okay, so let's talk about how you can clean brushes daily and how you can clean them with a more thorough cleaning. So they have like makeup brush sprays and those are great for like daily. So you use it for like your your eyeshadows and then just spray and you know, on a paper towel, whatever, nice and clean, you're done, okay? And then if you want to do on a on a like a monthly or weekly, really or bi-weekly, it just depends on how often you use your makeup brushes. But for a deeper cleaning, take like a baby shampoo. You just want something gentle. I just have always used a baby shampoo because whatever. But just something gentle and clean those brushes. Lay them flat to dry. Don't you don't want to hang them upside down because then the water will seep into that barrel and it will loosen the glue and those bristles will start to fall out. So you want to lay them flat when they are drying. If you have like the synthetic brushes that you use for concealer, foundation, cream, blush, or even like your lip brushes, if you take your 
eye makeup remover and remove like the waxes from those products. That's the best way to clean them and then wash them with the baby shampoo, whatever you're using. So use the makeup remover first and then use the shampoo because it'll get that wax out. But you only have to do that for like the concealers, the foundation, the lip, you know, those kind of brushes. Okay, let's talk about powders. These actually can age the skin. The more fine lines and wrinkles you have, the more you want to avoid powders. They dry out the skin and can actually accentuate flaws we are trying to hide. So I never, I don't, I just don't set my makeup. I put on my foundation serum and then I just go on with the rest of my makeup. There's no powder on my skin. I want to keep that glow for one. I don't really like a matte look. I think I'd rather have, you know, glowy skin. That's a sign of youth. But more importantly, I don't want that powder, you know, you know, just chilling out in my fine lines and wrinkles. No, thank you. Okay. Makeup will never look good on dirty, unexfoliated skin. Take care of the canvas and your makeup is going to look so much better. Obviously, come see me if you haven't had a facial in a while. But with your home care products, make sure you're keeping up with exfoliation. Every client I talk to, like, every client, after dermaplaning, after a good facial, after microchanneling, people are like, oh, my makeup looks so good. Oh, my makeup looks so good. It does. It just looks better on clean, exfoliated skin. Okay, here's a little tip that like works for me because my lips tend to be more dry. Apply lip balm. Burt's Bees is my favorite prior to makeup application, so your lips will be ready for your lip gloss, lipstick, or whatever you're using. It just sets them up to be a bit more healed, a bit more hydrated. Aquaphor is fine, you know, whatever. But just, I mean, even Vaseline is fine because it'll just, you know, keep them, you know, soft, whatever. But I like a lip balm because I feel like I always need my lips to heal. And then obviously, if it's still like a, if you're using like a chapstick, then that is going to, you know, that doesn't actually heal. That just kind of sits on the surface. So that might still be there. You just want to wipe it off before you apply or don't wipe it off, however you want to do it. Lips and cheeks should work in harmony. So they, those colors, they need to work together. Eyes. So let's think about color theory when it comes to the eyes. Going with colors that are the opposite of your eye color will bring out your eyes. Most often, brown eyes will have different specks of color, and you can focus on those instead of just the brown. So a lot of brown eyes will have flecks of gold, flecks of green, even flecks of like a yellow green. Concentrate on those colors and use eyeshadows that are going to bring those out so that you have more dimension to your eyes. And it looks... It looks really cool. Like, so I've, I've, you know, done makeup in the past and I've done it on brown eyes and, and, you know, they've said like, people have thought like they, why do your eyes look this color today or whatever? It's just because makeup has a lot of power and that color right next to the eyes can definitely change what you're doing. People who have green eyes, there's usually different flecks. So whatever you want to do, same with blue. It's kind of cool. You can play, you can just play with it. People have hazel eyes. That's even great because you have all the options. Okay. Shadows have always been the most flattering to fill in your eyebrows, like an eyeshadow to fill in your eyebrows. But now they have brush on colors and I love them. I have Grande Lash brow color and I love it. I just swipe it on, do to do, and my, my brows look great. I, it's just fantastic. I love it. 
If you still want to go with an eyeshadow to apply the color on your brow, I think it's the most natural. I think when you use like a pencil, it's just not as natural to the brows. It's just, it's a little harsher than I, I think maybe people want, or maybe you do like that look. I don't know. But if you're going to go with an eyeshadow, apply the color against the hair. That way it sticks to the skin and it's going to last longer. Eyeliner is to help eyelashes look thicker. That is the number one reason why eyeliner is used. It's to help the lashes look thicker. Avoid liner on the lower lids as you age because you want everybody to look up. That makes you look younger. And so when you're if you have like, you know, big black line under your under your eyes, it just doesn't look as good. It's just not as flattering. So, you know, you can, I mean, picture it in your head, try it on your own face and see. You'll see the difference. It's not that you can't wear a liner on the on the lower lash line. I just recommend like a lighter color, <laughs> just a lighter color, and then just focus on on the out outside of it. Don't line your whole bottom. Blush. The color you want to choose is the color you naturally blush. So you can do one of two things. Just wait for yourself to blush, pay attention to the color, or just kind of pinch your cheeks. And that color will start to show up. That's what you want. You know, fabricating a color that's not natural to your own skin tone will be like, that girl is wearing blush. And, you know, makeup is supposed to enhance. It's not supposed to, you know, necessarily make you somebody else. Wearing a color that's not right for skin tone can make you look a little clownish. It, you know, you don't want that blush to stand out. You want it to just kind of enhance, like I said. Cream blush will last longer and it doesn't dry out the skin like a powder. Like I have a powder blush that I actually love. I've had it for years and I love it, but I don't use it anymore because I don't like the powder anymore. The cream is so much better and it will last so much longer. Okay, I just want to go off topic a little bit. Well, we're still talking about makeup, but I'm shocked at the amount of makeup that people are wearing these days. When I watch these TikTok videos, I mean, it's shocking. And it's not even girls who have like, you know, troubled skin or whatever they're trying to cover up. It's people who have great skin and then they put on 10 layers of makeup. And I'm like, what are you doing? Your skin looked great before. Like just enhance that. It's just overwhelming how much makeup is being used right now. Like it's really overwhelming. Okay. Don't confuse bronzer with contour. They're two different things. Most often, bronzer has shimmer in it. Contour is to help shape your face. And shimmer will add attention to that area. Bronzer mimics where the sun would hit your face. And remember, orange is not a bronzer or contour color. I can't believe how many people put on orange. And I don't know if they just don't realize how orange it is, but it's not great. It's not great. And remember, we don't want to look at someone and be like, she's wearing bronzer. You want it to all blend. I don't know how you blend orange. So just take that into consideration when you are choosing your colors. Bronzer and contour are two different things. Your lip color should not match your outfit. It should go in harmony, as I said above, with your cheek color and also your skin. 
tinted moisturizer. I love this as an alternative foundation. It's lighter and it's easier to apply. The good news is you don't have to buy a whole new product. Just mix your regular foundation with your moisturizer and boom, there you go. You got yourself a tinted moisturizer. But always make sure that you apply your regular moisturizer first, sunscreen after that, of course. Because remember, skincare first, makeup second. Make sure that your skincare is dried. And then when you apply that tinted moisturizer, that color is not going to get stuck in your pores or any dry patches you might have on your face. It will give you a more even application. All right, mascara. More is not better. Thick and clumpy mascara does not look good. Find a mascara that you will only need to apply one to two coats. And don't forget to curl your lashes. It opens your eyes and makes a big difference. Now, I believe not all lash curlers are created equal. And this is something that is worth investing in. My favorites are Shuamara and Shiseido. I still have mine. And I purchased them over 20, 20 years ago. The only thing that I have to change is the rubber rubber that sits inside the eyelash curler. And even that, I don't have to change that often. But now I'm wearing eyelash extensions, so it doesn't matter. But that's what I used to do. And I love those curlers because they really, they made my lashes look so good. Okay, so that's, you guys, that's pretty much it. I mean, there, I mean that was a lot of information, hopefully. But at the end of the day, have fun with your makeup. And But you want to look your age. You know, somebody 45 trying to look 25 is silly. Somebody 25 trying to look 45 is silly. And not that a 25 was trying to look 45, but I think with the over-application of makeup, we're looking older. I am shocked at the amount of people on TikTok when I find out how old they are. I'm like, you're only 25, you look 35. And it's makeup. It's makeup and Botox. That's what I've... That's the two things I have noticed. People who get Botox too early and people who wear too much makeup. They seem to kind of go hand in hand. But that's just my opinion. But have fun with it. You know, nothing ages someone more than trying trying too hard to look young. So there you go. I hope that helps. Maybe that will give you some tips for any holiday stuff you have coming up. And, you know, make your skin glow as we rock into... 2023. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. I hope your December is going well. I hope you guys have a lot of fun this month and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.